Hey friend, get ready to listen in on some long-form conversations and stories with people who are awakening the church for such a time as this. You'll hear from pastors, authors, advocates, and regular people just like you and me who are all part of the remnant rising to wake the church up. Hey guys, it's Brittany Jones. Welcome back to season three of the All My Favorite People podcast. I am just so excited to be back with you guys today and with our guests, RC and Juliana, who have The Lab, which is here in downtown Orlando. Hey guys, how are you? Hey! Nice to see you again. Great to see you. I was just asking them if they had had a chance to take a breather after elections, which were just last week, and they're shaking their heads no. like. You just hit the ground running and go go to the next thing, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I uh, have had the opportunity recently to attend some events at the lab and just get to know RC and Juliana a little bit more, but even I'm going to learn, I think, some things about them today. And so um, I just wanted to bring what they're doing in front of you guys because I just, one, believe in it and think it's so necessary and needed. Um, especially here in our community. Mm -hmm. But um, the lab is essentially a resource center. And so I'm going to let RC and Juliana share a little bit about themselves and the lab, and then we'll kind of talk through uh, what all they've got going on there. So who wants to start? Awesome. Go ahead, (laughs) ma'am. Okay, so I'll start. Um, When RC and I met, we were both consulting and helping companies grow. And uh, we decided to merge our companies and work together. And because of that, we were looking at the, you know, who are we as a company? Where are people like, you know, like-minded people? And uh, somebody said to us, you know, go to this thing called 1 million caps. And we were like, what's a 1 million caps? Right. (laughs) And uh, when we went, it was very Shark Tank-like. Rollins College, 9 a.m. Wednesday mornings. Uh, uh, two businesses would come up, present their company for six minutes. We would critique for 15 minutes. And at the end of the hour from nine to 10, I looked at RC because his background is media. And I said, you're going to start facilitating these 1 million cups. And he said to me, you're crazy. And I said, no, I said, we need a community of people where we can, you know, get to know them, where we can help them and they can help us. Like we needed to know where our people were. And so we facilitated One Million Cups for two and a half years um, in between, got married. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting with the, with the lab. And then we'll come back to our backgrounds because it sure. really ties the story together. Uh, as One Million Cups was growing, when we took it over, mm-hmm. uh, it had about 25 people a week and we grew it to almost 80. Wow. Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. Rollins College is hard, generally speaking, mm-hmm. but getting 80 people in the same place every week it has its own challenges. Um, sure. Towards the end of 2019, the community asked us for a place outside of Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. to do more. And so Juliana said that, hey, look, we'll find the place, but everybody's going to help pay the rent with these workshops and programs that you all want to do because you're asking for a place. Uh, so we found the lab here in, in Paramore. We signed the lease March 1st, 2020. Mm. After that, I think, as everybody remembers, the entire world shut down because of uh, COVID. And so here we are with a lease in a new place, and we're trying to move out of our old home. All of this is happening at the same time. Uh, And we've got to figure out what we're going to do, because the plan was to have lots of people in here constantly doing stuff, and the world just didn't agree. Um, But I think this is the the grace and power uh, of God in that time. 
we figured out we were in an opportunity zone. So the opportunity zone program got into the 2018 uh, Tax Act. It was co-authored by Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina mm -hmm. and Senator Cory Booker from, from New Jersey. So it was bipartisan all the way through. And the goal was to get investors to make investments in underserved communities uh, utilizing their capital gains. So here's how it worked. They identified 8,700 opportunity zones throughout the United States. Wow. An investor can make an investment in real estate or a business or both in an opportunity zone. They defer their capital gains tax for eight years. Hmm. And then if they stay in the investment for 10 years, when they sell, all of the appreciation on that investment is tax-free. Brittany invests 100,000, she gets the whole 100,000 working right away. If it grows to 5 million, when Brittany sells it in 10 years, she's only taxed on the 100,000. Hmm. Um, a, a powerful program. And we said, well, wait a minute. What if we were able to align the interests of community, business, investors, and government? Because the government was screaming for accountability in this. Sure. Right? And that's where the lab was born. We said, mm -hmm. how can we be the best community and business resource hub possible? Because we had had all that time mm -hmm. uh, in helping entrepreneurs. We've helped hundreds mm -hmm. and hundreds of entrepreneurs. And really, that's kind of the core when we got together. Before we decided to merge business, we said, who do we need to become mm -hmm. to help people? And we came up with this crazy goal of touching a billion people in mm -hmm. this lifetime. And to do that, you have to launch a ton of ships. Right. Yeah. And like, well, how are we going to launch all these ships? And before we had a business, the idea for the Give Foundation, our nonprofit, was born. So real quick, so to do some background as to why the lab and the history. When I was a kid, I needed a place like this. I needed a mm. place where there were adults that can look at me and say, Juliana, here's your genius. You know, this is what you're all about. Here are the programs. Here are some mentors, right? Mm -hmm. Because I love my parents, right? But they didn't understand me. I needed mm -hmm. other, you know, adults to look at me and say, I know how to be able to help put you and guide you to what you need to have in your life. And then again, like I said before, as an adult, I needed a place where I can, you know, meet the people and do things in my community. Because I always say that, you know, we, the people should be taking care of the people, not the government. You know, when Jesus was walking the earth, the government was taking care of the people. The people were taking care of the people. Well, how do we do that? We need a meeting house to talk about what's happening in our community. Because when I heard that I've got almost 3,000 homeless children in Orange County, another mm -hmm. 2,000 homeless children in Seminole County, I thought to myself, wait a second. This is the United States of America. How is that happening? And how come I didn't know about this? And why are we not talking about this? You know, and that to me, that's that's my heartbeat because I need to be, you know, I'm one of the victims of the system, you know, went through a whole bunch of stuff that if I would have had a place like the lab with loving people, Christian people, for example, being around and saying, hey, kid, I see you. And I want to make sure that you're not pregnant at the age of 16. Mm -hmm. Right. What a world of a difference that would make for a lot of teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. Brittany, I, I think the big thing for us, and we've seen this more and more as we've been here, is that we're constantly breaking the stereotypes. Like yeah. Juliana just shared a part of her story. So when people normally look at us, they yeah. say, oh, RC, you must have had a harder childhood than Juliana did. And it was actually the opposite. Yeah. My difficulties didn't come until I was a teenager. Juliana grew up in an environment that was predatory. Mm. In, in Brooklyn and was basically weaponized against her. And mm -hmm. so for both of us, 
for instance, we, we, the city of Orlando has a program where they pay young people between 16 and 18 from the community to come work for businesses in the community. And we had kids starting last fall all the way through the end of this summer. And it was like, in a lot of ways, I think seeing ourselves again mm -hmm. and saying, what can we do to break these cycles? Mm -hmm. And so we said, if we can change the mindset and we can change the influences, we can change the environment and the kids will take it home with them. Yeah. And so the most amazing thing has happened is that people who are wealthy and successful will come here. And on a given day, you'll see them sitting with a group of kids doing an impromptu mentorship session. We talk about entrepreneurship. We talk about what's going on with them and why things are the way that they are. Mm -hmm. We probably spent more time this summer teaching basic civics to kids who were hungry for the knowledge yeah. and had no idea how things work. And then once they understood that and their influences and environment yeah. changed, they changed. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we always joke with people. We say, well, when kids come in, one of two things will happen. Either their parents will come back with them and say, what are you doing to my child? Or they'll come back and say, can I come with my child? Mm. Uh, because this is amazing. What they keep sharing with me is amazing. Um, and and I, I, I don't think we can share that enough. And it really gives to the theme because of what you're doing with this podcast mm -hmm. and what others in the community are doing. You don't need some type of special certificate or even permission. Yeah to do something, That's right. just start doing it. That's right. And people will join you That's right. on that mission. Well, we've noticed that we're coming together as a people and saying, you know, we can do what we can do in the community. We don't need to wait on other people to do it. Let's do it ourselves. Amen. So, Yes, I love that. Uh, that entrepreneurial spirit, but also I love, RC, that you just said you don't need permission. Like I've been very much in over the summer in uh a group where it's a lot about mindset shift and knowing that you're that like God gave you permission, right? Like if God yeah. puts that in that dream in your heart or in your mind, like that's all the permission you need in the world to, to, to move on it. So I love that. Well, I'm sure there's a story as to why Paramore. Um, and I'd love to know that and that downtown area. Um, you guys probably don't know this about me, but we actually, my husband and I, our first home was uh, right near First Baptist Orlando, um, kind of in a sketchy area, if you will. Yeah. And uh, we were, it was time to enroll my youngest son into kindergarten. And I was a, you know, first time mom at that point, uh, I had been a single mom prior to that. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know, like, you're supposed to go and register them way ahead of time and like do all the things. So I was like last minute realizing that my son was um, going to go to kindergarten at an, like a D or F school. Wow. And I found Knapford Community School, which was used to be in downtown Orlando. And so my son, my family, we grew up going into Paramore and taking him to school every morning and being a part of the Callahan community down there and just things like that. So I have a special place in my heart for Paramore and for that area, just because that's kind of our the beginnings of my family. Um, but I'm super curious about how Paramore was chosen for you guys. And then I would love to hear just some of the different things going on um, at the lab, because I know you guys have a lot going on. Um, why Paramore? Honestly, we had two members in our One Million Cups community that came to us. Uh, one was a realtor, the other gentleman was a friend of ours and said, we have a place that we want you to come look at. And when I walked in, um, we're right on West Church Street all big windows all along the side of the avenue and 
vast space, 2,700 square feet. There was a little bit of furniture in here, some desks and table, uh, chairs and stuff. And I thought, oh my goodness, it's like a blank canvas. I can do mm -hmm. anything I want to do in here. Um, so we actually didn't look at any other location. It wow. was it. When we walked in, I said, this is where we need to be. Um, yeah, we signed the lease. Uh, so what do we have going on here? Lots of different events. and Yeah, so the, the summer program as we do this, mm -hmm. our summer program with the kids just ended and we'll have them back in the fall over the next few weeks. Um, what's been a blessing is that having them here, we've actually been able to develop a base curriculum and program to help them to stay focused and then to move towards their entrepreneurial goals. So mm -hmm. two of our kids in particular are now pursuing uh, entrepreneurship, getting mm -hmm. licensed for various things, building teams. Mm -hmm. they it, it just absolutely worked for them. And, and so we've now taken that and codified it. And with Juliana's design, she has an entire program uh, called Sherlock's Way that she takes people through as a, as a, a consultant. But we adjusted this for kids. And so one of the first things we do with the kids is figure out their personality. Mm -hmm. It helps us to understand how to communicate with them and for them to know themselves. Even their yeah. love language. And their love language and to communicate with each other. Yeah. I love it. You know, so we start there so that they know that we care. And for all the kids that have done that, they learned a lot about themselves. They didn't know why they were the way they were. And so giving voice to someone who doesn't have it and allowing them to express themselves is a fundamental step in changing their life. Yeah, understanding yeah. how they prefer to be engaged with is important. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. From there, you know, we do a lot with entrepreneur work uh, and education. But as I mentioned earlier, we spend a lot of time on the basics of, you know, do you understand how the United States works? Mm -hmm. Do you understand things like representative government? Mm -hmm. You know, one of the great things about this being an election cycle is that a number of people who were seeking office actually spent time here with the kids. Mm -hmm. And they made it very clear because uh, a couple of our kids are now voting age. Mm -hmm. they, mm. they came of age, right? Mm -hmm. And all of them said, you know, we want to work for you. And for the kids, they'd never heard that before. They had no idea how the process worked. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we found ourselves doing this in education. So that now continues. We've added more components to that model so that when kids come in, in whatever time that they're here, they're off to the races and they participate in all parts of the lab. So part of their responsibility, some may be, here's how we pay the bills. Here's your responsibility. Here's how we do mm. this. This is your responsibility. A lot of times the kids don't get that at home and we have a generation where the kids are teaching the parents. Mm. So instilling those habits is a big one and that'll continue great uh, throughout the year they were also able yeah. to be involved in a lot of the conversations that we had business meetings that we had they were talking we were talking about cryptocurrency nfts what's happening in the world they were involved in conversations about mergers and acquisitions and getting funding and so they got to see like behind the scenes of what it really means to own a business yeah and we're, we're also yeah. bringing back some programs uh that we paused for the summer so tap in tuesday is our original kind of come and see the lab network with other professionals. We're bringing that back beginning September 13th. That runs from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Come as you are, bring a dish, have some fun. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we're also going to, yeah, we're going to bring back our Thursday evening event, yes. uh, Move the Needle Thursday. So what we'll do there is we'll literally rip from the headlines, let people know what's going on in the world, and we'll have a variety of things that they can learn about to improve themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, the kids are involved in those processes, by the way. And where, whenever they're available, they participate mm -hmm. just like anyone else. Yeah. And then we're working on a once a month 
Saturday half day kind of summit slash conference where we expand on things business or things politics. And we've literally got teaching modules going on uh, throughout the day. Being here and learning what the needs were, we were able to really kind of systematize uh, what would work. And now as we roll into fall of this year, we're going to accelerate those programs based on the feedback that we got. Wow. I love that. When I, the last time I walked into the lab, Juliana is there. The room <laughs> smells amazing. She's cooking up a storm. The kids are helping her. They're on their laptops doing homework. Some of them were just kind of like relaxing. You could tell like they felt comfortable and safe in this space. Um, and so, and I, I know about some of the workshops that you held with some of the candidates. I loved that. I loved they, that they were there to teach and to learn, right? Like you're, you're learning from these kids just as much as, as you're teaching them, I'm sure. Um, I know the answer to this, but I would love for my listeners to know, is there a cost to this? Is there like, how do kids get involved? Are they, is it very structured? Like they have to come all the time and how does that piece of it work? The All My Favorite People podcast is proudly sponsored by Peace Love T-shirts. Go to peacelovetshirt.com to see the entire All My Favorite People collection of shirts, hats, and bags. While you're there, check out the other collections from our collaborators like Healing and Hope, The Controversy, and Ink Happy. Go to peacelovetshirt.com and use code FAVORITE for $5 off your first order. Yeah, so the program through the city of Orlando, the kids from the community actually go through a preparation process when they're selected for the program that they have to pass before they're sent out to any business, including ours, uh, in the community. Interesting that you mentioned it though, Brittany, we have talked about what the program looks like for kids in general. So initially there won't be a charge when we announce those general programs. Uh, ideally what we'd like to have happen is supporters and sponsors come in uh, and, and help us to do that so that we're able to offset the cost to people who may not be able to afford it, but genuinely have a need. Mm. Uh, that was a big one for us. So earlier you were talking about the Give Foundation. Correct. And that's the reason why we uh, had founded the Give Foundation. It literally is just to be able to raise money and then write the right, you know, check to be able to put on the different programs in the lab or wherever those programs are for the kids. It's all kid focused. Yeah. Um, with regard to the workshops, so like uh, Tap In Tuesday, our weekly meetup is free. It's a potluck, you know, Thursday night for Move the Needle Thursday uh, is free. We have a sponsor there. And then for the once a month conferences and half days, those will have a charge, which we'll announce, I think, second week of September. We have a number of things that, that we'll officially do. But really with regard to youth programs or any type of workshops or trainings, we generally will try to offset the cost as much as possible. But when we do adult workshops, we do want people to have some skin in the game. So sure. we do that on a case basis. Yeah, that's awesome. So can you break down for us? We've heard a little bit about entrepreneurship, um, but what are there specific things? Maybe kind of outline one of the programs that you tend to do the Tuesday, maybe? What does that look like? Yeah. Well, actually, I was going to talk about real quick yeah. um, for, the for the entrepreneurs, like what I needed to know was if I'm raising money for my companies, right, what do I need? Right. I need a PPM, the financials, the executive summary, the, the, uh, the projections. Like I didn't know. 
So I we've, we started building a program so that the entrepreneurs can come here. We can say, look, okay, so now we're going to talk about your executive summary. What does that mean? What do you need? We're going to talk about your financials and your projections. How do you need the help? You know, what can we do together? And take them through the whole program so that they have a binder when they sit in front of an investor mm -hmm. and go, here, Mr. Investor, I have everything that you need, including the paperwork to take your check. Thank you very much for investing in me. Right. Mm. Because I don't feel that that should be a hard thing to go find. But yet it took me forever to figure it out where I'm like, can somebody please tell me what I need in this binder? So that's one of the programs that we have outside of Tuesdays. Um, and Tuesdays is really about just mingling, getting to know each other. You know, who's in your community? Who wants to you know, do things together? Who needs help? You know, I'm really big and, you know, just being part of what's happening around us. You can't impact what's happening if you're not involved. Yeah. So. Absolutely true. Um, and I, I really think that with the program, something that sets us apart is that when we have people who are successful and professional come in, it, they don't teach from a book, right? They will give you their real world experience and examples. And the folks that come in and do that for us, they go deeper. It's not just a surface level. Hey, so I was poor and then I created this business and I got wealthy. They right. actually go into the detail of what the days are like that people don't see. And that's something that in this kind of hustle culture, right, that we glaze over. It's like, oh, you, you, you were grinding and hustling and now you're successful. But what does that actually look right. like? What should you be prepared for? Right. And there are people who come in here who are employees of someone else. And when they leave here, they're like, I'm ready to be an entrepreneur. And there are some people that have been thinking about entrepreneurship and they come and they say, you know what? I'm going to pause on that for a minute to make sure that I have all of my stuff in order. So I'm ready to, mm. to take that step. And we always tell people either way is fine. Doesn't matter, right? What we want for you is what's best for you. And if we can help with that in some way right. or you connect you to somebody, connect you to somebody, you get a mentor, somebody that pours into you and you understand, oh, I was thinking I was going to do this, but I really need to do this, then we've accomplished that mission. Because Brittany, I mean, I, I, we say this all the time. The thing, as we stand in the United States today, the thing that will turn the tide for the better at the core is entrepreneurship, because it speaks to everything that is necessary, right. self-sufficiency and independence. Once you are free mm -hmm. of a system, and that's been an interesting relationship in this community for us as we talk to mm -hmm. people, once we can change the environment and the mindset, everything else changes. Right. Well, what better way to have freedom to make the decisions and do the things that you want to do than to have control over the outcomes of the things that impact you the most. We're a free yeah. enterprise, you know? constitutional republic for a reason. Yeah. yeah. And so run by mom and pop shops. Yeah. You know, you'll yeah. come in, you may come in on a Tuesday and meet four people where you're like, wow, we need to be doing stuff together. You may come in on a Thursday night for Move the Needle Thursday. Julian and I may keynote a session on what's happening in the world today and where opportunity is. Mm -hmm. And then you may break off to learn more about the insurance business or NFTs and cryptocurrency uh, or public speaking and training. Like there are all of these modules going on. Uh, so you have this opportunity to explore. And if you come in for a full day, you get a chance to see all of them because it gives you a chance to go through each module. Oh, I didn't, I didn't miss this one. I get to go to it. So um, we try to pour in as much as we can. My favorite thing about what we're doing at the lab is that we've got several people that have somehow, some way ingrained themselves in what we're doing uh -huh. here, monetizing. So we have one lady, Candy, um, she's actually helping us sell the space. The events, and actually Kim is doing the same thing too. Um, selling the space, selling the podcast and everything, doing events here and whatnot, but they're also putting on programs. 
right? They're teaching the community. They're getting the community involved. They're bringing them in and saying, hey, we've got the space that we can do what we want, what we would like to do together as a community. So I love the fact that people are getting involved and doing things with us. That's my number one. Like I'm, we're a people power community. There's a reason why we're a people power community. There's only so much we can do. Like this, this is our love. Right. Our main company, we're the artificial intelligence firm. We develop, you know, cryptocurrency platforms and NFT platforms. And, you know, we do market research. This is our heartbeat, the lab, you know, so we built this for other people to get involved, roll up their sleeves, get involved and do things with us because we have another company to run also. Yeah. I love, I love it. Well, as an entrepreneur myself, I just resonate with so much of what you guys are saying. Uh, I love RC that you bringing up the fact of the nitty gritty and the hard days. Uh, I've had some of those this summer myself. Can I tell you, I did not post them on social media, (laughs) right? Like that's the, that's real, that's real life. Um, and, and it's, it is, it's ups and downs, but I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, I truly believe entrepreneurship is the ultimate get out of the system free card, if you will. Um, And it's one of those things that I don't think I realize, like when you work a nine to five, when you work in the system, I don't think, I I do think it's challenging to to picture yourself and to put your finger on how do I get out of this? How do I create my own thing? You know, maybe God's given you a dream or a desire or this product idea or something, but you don't necessarily know how to take those next steps. I love that you guys have created a space where people can come and learn those next steps. But also to your point, Juliana, what you're saying is it's, it's like, we've got this place. You guys come like you come and you help us in this, in this work. Um, And I love that, but, and I, and I love that you're helping young people find entrepreneurship. Um, I definitely think it's really important, especially for this next generation to understand that you don't just go to high school and college and, you know, go into the career and you're there for 40 years and you retire and maybe you get three or four years or five years or seven years of actually being able to live your life in your sixties or Mm seventies. Like this is not that, that rat race, if you will, is not, I believe what God intended for us. And I really believe that, um, without making entrepreneurship sound super spiritual, like there is this element of, you know, Christ set us free so we can be free and to, to live into that like rat race system. It doesn't feel like freedom to a lot of people. Um, and so it's just so encouraging that you guys took that, that dream and against all odds made it through 2020. And here you are standing on the other side, able to help so many um, in our community. I just love it so much. So thank you. Thank you guys for having that dream and and following that vision. God put it on our heart because when 2020 happened, COVID happened and we just got smacked around so badly. We were like, what do we do? We had just signed the lease. And I said, you know what? We're just going to figure it out because this is God's dream. I'm just walking in and doing what he tells me to do. And two and a half years later, we're still standing here, giving God all the glory Amen. For, for what he's done. Because, you know, I always say, I can't lose. This is not, you know, this is a dream that God gave me. And if, yeah. he, and if he gave it to me, then he's going to see it, you know, through fruition. So I just yes. need to walk the walk. So Brittany, I will say this, that 
God's hand is certainly on the lab and what we do, but the aesthetic when you come in and you're feeling so at home is Juliana's doing. And it's so great. We we can't officially announce where yet, mm. but there is another lab coming. And the way that it came to us had so much to do with the environment that she designed that this environment and feel will carry to every lab in the future. Because people come in and say, oh, it's amazing what you've done with the place. And I said, I haven't done anything to the place. Let me introduce you to the person that did. <laughs> you know, it's it, like your business second home. You know, when, right. when you're working, you want to be able to be comfortable and sit down and just talk or eat and do what you need to do. Open up your laptop and get stuff done. You can't do that in a sterile environment or a loud environment or a Starbucks. Like you need place to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So people least, feel comfortable. Yeah. And they feel like they're at home, they'll do their best work. Yeah. Yeah. And I, again, like I, I can actually reimagine the feeling I felt when I walked in that day, it was kind of dark in there and it was very, just like, everyone was chilling. Everyone was just like, it was almost like a family event. I don't know. It just felt like family when I walked in. So I loved that. The kids used to say that they were Sherlock movers. They were, we call them Sherlock juniors. I'm Sherlock. Right. And I was like, you know, we need to rearrange the furniture. We're working and we're doing things. And until we have the furniture where it needs to be so that we can work as a team, you know what I'm saying? And it, it worked out beautifully. And people would walk in. My girlfriend, Jane, comes in. She goes, every time I walk in here, it just looks different. And I'm like, because we're accommodating our environment right now with the people and what we're trying to accomplish, you need to have the right environment to get that done. Yeah. So. Well, and what you guys don't see is all the cool artwork they have around the lab too. Um, oh, yeah. Like some really cool murals and different things, but it is, it's just a very welcoming space. And, and, you know, like I said, it had that family vibe, but I think again, the, the kids that were in the room, just, it just seemed like they wanted to be there and that they, you know, I know probably, you know, I won't assume per se, but at the same time, like that is a rough area of town and that community, um, there's sometimes I think it can be challenging for kids to be home. And obviously we don't want kids out on the streets uh, because we know that that is usually just, you know, leading them down a wrong path. Um, And so to have that environment and it's just so wonderful. Um, Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say a couple of the parents were very grateful for the fact that they were here. I have one kid, Juwan, like he, when I, when I interviewed him, I asked him, what do you want to do? He said, botany. I said, no problem. We took a piece of the quarter of the lab and he's got his garden tower. He's got his, you know, tomato plants and pepper plants and stuff like that because I wanted him to have a plate, right? I yes. mean, just like, oh, these kids, I just, I love them. Uh, we had one kid, he came in and he would just, he would jump on my stages and he would grab the microphone and he would just, and this is a tall, handsome young man. I'm just like, And he just loved being here for that reason. Like I wanted the kids to have a place where they can go. I'm safe. I can be me. I can figure out who I am, what makes me excited, right? And just let loose. And they did. We had a great summer with them. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you guys have a podcast too. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so we, we we finally did the thing we were supposed to do all along, and we launched Sherlock's Roundtable. So we're, we're getting more episodes into the can now. Uh, generally speaking, we take what we've done. We created an entire presentation series uh, about parallel economies and the power of the nation state. So people understanding that the whatever the world does, your ability to have more control of your outcomes on the things that 
are most important to you is critical. And there are multiple ways you can do that, whether it's with other people, things that you create, things that you do, who you interact with. And so Sherlock's Roundtable will generally look at the headlines on a given day and we'll analyze because our technology and research company, Sherlock, that's what we do. Um, we'll analyze what's going on and connect some dots as we're doing this today. We just did it with the situation in Pakistan uh, and the, uh, the IMF and the World Bank and what's going to happen there. And so we'll do that. And then we'll have special guests. Like we we're so excited about some of the folks that are coming on because they're national names mm -hmm. that have seen us on tour with this presentation uh, and are like, I'd love to be on an episode to talk about what's going on with this or what's going on with that. So all that said, we're not doing the right thing. We're actually doing it because yeah. it's been like a year and a half in the making and people have been bugging us. So yes, Sherlock's Roundtable uh, is live. You can find it on uh, our YouTube channel. And if you just, uh, if you go to the search engine, you type in Sherlock's Roundtable, you'll find all the links. Awesome. Is it mostly yeah. URC or does Juliana jump in on that too? It is both of us. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. We're very different. We're different about how we talk about things or how we see things. So it, it's a great banter between him and I together. A nice balance, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Well, I'm so thankful for you guys. And just for, again, following through on the vision that God placed in your heart and for, you know, hearing all those people say, please, we want this, we need this and not um, kind of like saying, well, we don't see how that's possible. Instead, you kind of took that challenge, if you will, and said, well, let's figure this out. And at the heart of entrepreneurship, I think that is the message, right? Like, I may yes. not have all the answers, I may not have all the tools, but we're going to figure this out, right? No. Um, and Juliana, you made a beautiful point in saying that, you know, if God provides that vision for you, he's going to provide the provision for you to see it through. And I love that. So, uh, you guys, you can check out the lab at thelaborlando.com. Like RC said, go check out their YouTube channel. The new podcast is finally up and running. I love that. That's so great. I'm looking forward to hearing from some of these guests that you're talking about. That's really, really cool. But if you're looking for a resource center, support, training, entrepreneurship, mentorship, I wrote all these things down, um, exchanging of ideas, creativity, bringing out the best in others. I'm just going to keep going. See your potential, help you connect with others. All of these things happen at the lab, you guys. So it's downtown Orlando. It's on Church Street. Check out what they have going on. Um, by the time this episode drops, it sounds like a lot of these uh, these resources and things are going to be up live and running. So I'd love mm -hmm. for you guys to check out Tuesdays and Thursdays for sure at the lab. And then RC, really quick, will you tell everyone um, if they have a child that they would like to be part of this program that gets kind of dispersed out into the community. Will you just uh -huh. tell me again a little bit what that is and how parents can get their child involved in that? Sure. So the city of Orlando has a program uh, during the summer. They partner with um, Career, Source. Career Source. But throughout the year, the city of Orlando has a program where they will pay kids to go work for businesses mm -hmm. in the community. Mm -hmm. So if people have questions, I believe that comes through the uh, the community, is it the community development department for the city of Orlando? No, it's the youth employment program. So there is a youth employment program okay. through the city of Orlando. If people start there, Astoria okay. uh, mm -hmm. does such a wonderful job. She spearheads that and mm -hmm. she's amazing at it. She can get people the information they need to get their child enrolled and to go through the process. Cool. Can their kid pick to come to the lab or how did, do you know how that process works out? Can they pick? I, yeah, yeah, they can. 
Okay. Yeah, and then they get interviewed okay. uh, by, by us and other businesses in the community. Uh, and, and we tell the kids, we're like, so this will be an experience like anything you've ever had. So please be ready if this is what you want to do. I love it. Well, I love just helping this next generation with life skills. So these really important things that unfortunately they're not being taught in school anymore. Hopefully here in the future that will change, but so appreciative and thankful that you guys stepped up to that challenge and created this space in our community. Um, Just so thankful to know you guys and to get to know you guys over this last year and just wishing you all the blessings with the lab and, and just life in general. Thank Thank you, you. Brittany. Thank you so much. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like and subscribe to this channel and hit the little notification bell so you know every time I post something new. Of course, check out Peace Love t-shirts as well. That's where you can get all of your All My Favorite People merch. And I'd love it if you also left me a review. Thanks for tuning in and I hope to see you next time. I will make your name famous from now on. So people will praise you forever and ever. Psalm 45, 17. If you liked today's episode and want more info, check out lifejesusstyle.com and hashtag lifejesusstyle on social media.